This is another episode of Talks with Tyler ISD, a podcast about the passionate people who have a heart for students. This podcast is brought to you by Texas Bank and Trust. Welcome to this episode of Talks with Tyler ISD. I'm your host, Jennifer Hines, and joining us today is the Director of Facilities and Maintenance, Mr. Loper. Thank you for joining us. We love to have you on our Talks with Tyler ISD podcast because you always give us the best updates about what's going on with our facilities around Tyler ISD, and we do have quite a few of them. Uh, tell us a little bit about what we've been doing over the summer now that school is back in session. Uh, summer's definitely a time when we can knock out some of those big projects. Uh, Absolutely, and thank you for having me, Jennifer. Um, over the summer, we repainted three schools, Bolter, Moore, and um, uh, Rice. Mm -hmm. And uh, so those were completed. And uh, yes, we, we always seem like we slide in home plate at the last minute, but we're <laughs> always safe. We get there somehow. Um, we're also re-roofing uh, Hogg Middle School. It's in process right now. Uh, with Gary in the administration building and transportation building to follow. We should finish that up here pretty by by the end of September. And for those that don't know, <clears throat> Gary is actually the place that houses our bilingual department and also our, our special ed department. So we do have administration buildings throughout the district, not just the administration building that most people think of when they think of Tyler ISD. Uh, tell us a, li a little bit about some of the gym floors that are being refinished. Yes, we did. Uh, we refinished and, and um, re-completely sanded down Bolter floor and more floor because we did go through rebranding on the mascots and all mm -hmm. that, so it became necessary. So that was all completed also alongside with our painting at the, both of those schools. So yeah, we've had a lot going on. We've had a whole lot of different uh, striping parking lots, mm -hmm. concrete maintenance, Paving, paving, um, <laughs> patching. The transportation area was completely resil coated and areas patched and restriped. So we had buses all over at Tyler High and at Legacy and at the administration building. Some people actually called superintendent and thought we were having an auction. Uh, right. No, the buses are not for sale. <laughs> right. We're just making the transportation area looking nicer, better yeah. security with the fencing and and yes. all of that. And and speaking of the fencing, we, uh, you know, we've been needing to do this for a long time and upgrade, and we'll probably see more upgrades there in the future, but where the, all the main entrances for the buses are, and we, we put in automatic gates and long range card readers for our, like our trip buses at night. So like a, a coach has to come in at night and mm -hmm. drop the bus off. They don't have to get out and then open the gate it'll automatically open for them and close and they can get in there safely. And so. that's a, a great security and safety update for our students and our staff. Absolutely. Well, let, let's talk a little bit about Bond 2022. Start with early college high school. They're getting a brand new building located next to our Career and Technology Center. How is that progressing? That is coming along really good. Um, since we last talked where I think we were hanging still, which would have been back in May, um, we're actually getting all of our curtain walls in, which is all the framing for the glass and the glass um, put in on the north end and wrapping around to the very front. Um, we've got, we have our permanent power going, we have air conditioning going in the 
a tornado shelter in the instructional area. So it's we're doing finishes now. We've already sheetrocked one side, sheetrocking the other, and starting to do our ceramic tile and those type of things. So it's moving along real good. Our, our contractor SCI is doing a great job, and um, we're right now we're we're within our schedules. Well, I love the fact that it's going to be next to the CTC because it is going to allow those students to have access to some of the programming there. They're going to be able to expand to 650 plus students. And this really does kind of complete the um, the fourth high school, so to speak. It will also allow RISE to expand. So that that is the fourth high school. So that's um, a good thing that they all have their own locations now where they're going to have that ability to expand and and do the programming that they need to do. I know the building has such a wonderful collegiate feel. Um, tell us a little bit more about um, how it is going to connect from the early college high school over to the CTC. As you know, uh, currently the CTC does not have a cafeteria. So the early college will have a cafeteria and our CTC students that were um, having to bus back to their uh, home campus for a subject or, or for lunch and then a subject back at the CTC. This will give us a lot more flexibility on all of that scheduling and they can utilize the cafeteria all together. So between where cosmetology is at the CTC on the back side of what I call the north side of the courtyard mm -hmm. um, will be a secure walkway, covered walkway um, that connects both campuses. So we can keep in, in uh, compliance with all our safety and security protocols. Well, speaking of safety and security, I know y'all have a few other safety and security measures, cameras and such. Talk to us a little bit about the safety and security that's going on there. Yeah, so our, um, all of our cameras that, that you mentioned, we have enhanced cameras and we go over that with all our safety and security team as far as the placement for blind spots and uh, all of that. Any fencing and stuff that we do is what we refer to as non-scalable. Mm -hmm. So um, we can keep um, wrongdoers out. Right. If they're Again, safe, safety and security for the students yeah. and the staff. And every exit and entrance at both our campuses and all our rest of our campuses also have uh, access control that can be programmed to anyone that comes in the building or that has a proper uh, ID card. And of course, we've expanded the parking over there as well. So that's gonna be great so that all of the students that will be going from early college over to TJC and that great partnership that we have with Tyler Junior College, they'll be able to have plenty of parking there. Let's move on to the new Hubbard Middle School. I know so many people are excited about that. And you kind of have two things going on at once. You've got the, you're, you're reversing kind of like you did with uh, Tyler Legacy. And that is, is that you're building a school while they're still in the the old school, and then once they move in, then you're going to be able to tear down the old school. Uh, what's the latest there? Well, and just just so you know, we've done this several times yes. at, at many other campuses, and we're fortunate just to have just enough property to be able to do that. Um, but that that school is really coming along. CDI is our contractor, and um, we're doing finishes right now in this three-story academic wing. We're also enclosing the rest of area C, which is the cafeteria and locker room area. Um, 
We have since gotten the slab and foundations in and going up with a gymnasium and the auxiliary gymnasium, which acts as our uh, tornado shelter is also going up. So it's moving along very well and uh, we're very pleased with it and, and actually have scheduled furniture for both campuses to, arri to arrive on uh, what we, what our construction company believes are scheduled uh, a completion days or at least substantial completion. Well, that's wonderful. Now, once all of the students move into the new campus and that happens, we start tearing down the old one because we've got to, we got to get that field, right? That's correct. And we actually did some pre-demolition uh, uh, by way of abatement in the main building because that's where most of the ball field goes. So this summer we abated that, moved all the furniture out, took the floor tile up, resealed the floors, put it all back in. Custodians did a great job putting everything back together. And um, we've done this before at our other campuses. So um yes that will help us get an expedite that demolition of taking that building down and getting excavated we got a lot of dirt to excavate out from under the building mm -hmm. before we can get started on the field so yes that would be the next phase of this project well, let's talk a little bit about timelines i know that there have been supply issues ever since covid began i'm sure it's still trickling on a little bit um what is that kind of looking like for it's, both campuses it's um some things are consistent. Electrical gear is still hard to find. Though we secured ours early on mm -hmm. and um, getting it delivered and things have been a challenge, but there's other items that just all of a sudden seem to surprise us. One of them's glass. Mm -hmm. We have a long-term lead item in glass itself. Okay. And so um, that's been a struggle um, for that. I mean. Yes, it has caused some delays, and, and I'd be remiss if I didn't say that all the rain we had in June caused delays on pouring concrete. Right. And, uh, of course, now the heat yeah. is, is affecting, you know, our workers and everything else in, in different ways. But um, Definitely things you can't control when you're right. trying to build such large buildings, of course. Yeah, of, of course, but um, it's... Um, our contractors are doing a great job and believe that they're sticking with their and on their timelines. Well, and one of the great things is that throughout this entire process, we've been going out there, we've been taking drone footage of both of the campuses. So anyone out there that's listening that would love to go back and see that, they can just go to tylerisd.org slash bond 20. 22 updates and they can see um, all of the different videos as it has progressed along the way, which is great. Of course, now that the school year is underway, uh, you've got all of that summer maintenance behind you. Uh, you've got more maintenance that kind of comes along throughout the school year as well. Yeah, we do. Um, we have all kinds of inspections that come up from fire inspections, uh, fire extinguisher inspections, to fire alarm, to burglar alarm, to elevator inspections. Uh, matter of fact, I got a notification today on an elevator inspection that's due. So all of those are annual and ongoing. Um, of course, um, we did a lot this summer as far as maintenance and in power washing our uh, front sidewalks in all of our campuses to get our front doors looking as good as they can for the first day that students and staff step in school. And then, of course, we do our preventive maintenance stuff behind the scenes, washing HVAC coils to keep our 
systems running efficient and changing filters, that's an annual and monthly process anyway. Well, and I think one of the good things is we were just talking about the bond and now we're talking about all of this maintenance, which is which is costly to keep these beautiful facilities up. Um, the beauty of it is, is that we have money set aside for maintenance specifically. I know a lot of districts don't. They'll go out for a bond with it. Tell we us do. a little bit we're, about we're that. We're fortunate that three cents of our tax rate goes to what we call a preventive maintenance fund. Now that's not our daily maintenance in operations. Um, that the, these is, are your bigger projects. Yeah, these are for all lifetime, uh, uh, life cycle replacement costs on roofs, repainting schools, which is maintenance itself. Yeah. Uh, preventive maintenance. HVAC systems. HVAC systems. We do flooring and uh, any other special projects with that. So we've been very for Oh, and our paving and, and all, paving maintenance and all that comes from that also. And so we've been real fortunate in this district and we've had board and community that are very supportive of that. And uh, uh, we've got, we've, we're okay right now. Yeah. And we'll have some HVAC coming up here in the next couple of years. So it's uh, not many school districts I've ever heard of do this, but we're fortunate in Tyler. Well, and a lot of people don't even realize when we talk about facilities and maintenance, like how big of an area we're talking about. I mean, it's 193 square miles. We're talking about over 35 facilities that we have to keep up and make sure that they are maintained. Yeah, you're looking at about a half a billion square feet. Right, that's a lot. That's just to put it into perspective. Um, well, it looks like the you know the staff have been excited to get back into the classrooms. I know the students are excited to be back in their classrooms. Um, lots of the maintenance has been done in the summer, and as you just mentioned, it will continue to happen, and so that that education can be happening inside of our facilities. Uh, is there anything that you would like for our parents or the community to know about um, as they're listening to this podcast? Well, just two things, Jennifer. One of them, I'd just like to give a shout out to our custodial staff this past summer. They worked really hard in getting these uh, facilities ready and, and a lot of them completely stripped and waxed, especially where we didn't have summer camps. And those that had summer camps, they, they had great challenges getting it done before the the uh, campus staff and, and students came back. So just a, a shout out for them. And um, also to the community, I just really appreciate the support and the confidence that they have in Tyler ISD to support us in this not only preventive maintenance, but these new facilities. Yes, and it's kind of nice because we're seeing as these um, two new schools are being built that it's kind of tying a bow on a 20-year plan of redoing all of the facilities across Tyler ISD. So it's it's great to see that we have such great facilities and support from the community to have such facilities yes. for, for all of our students and for our future workforce for the area of Tyler and Smith County. Yeah, it's fantastic. Well, Mr. Loper, thank you so much again for joining us for this episode of Talks with Tyler ISD. And we appreciate you listening. If you would like to know more about all things Tyler ISD, please feel free to listen to all of our other Talks with Tyler ISD episodes. You can also subscribe to our newsletter and you can also download our app and get news there. And you can go to get.tylerisd.news for more information. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Texas Bank and Trust. Subscribe to Talks with Tyler ISD on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify.
please share this episode with your friends and family. 